1: Welcome to Truth Transforms. Joining in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell.
2: Hello, everyone. This is Galen McDowell, and I am the host of Truth Transforms. I am the senior assistant minister and executive minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Dr. Derek B. Wells is the senior minister and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the founder. I've been interviewing people all year who I feel are making a positive impact in the world, helping, make, helping to make the world a better place. And today I have another person on. I have, as my guest, Jack Roberts. Let me read my, his bio before we get into the conversation. Uh, Jack Roberts has dedicated his life to helping others create their best outcomes and live the lives they deserve and desire. In his life, he has gone from being homeless and living on Skid Row to creating his own personal development company, Your Highest Potential. Jack is also the author of the books, The Science of Affirmations and Breaking Bad Habits, in addition to being an accomplished entrepreneur. He is a spiritual teacher, human potential coach, business trainer, and professional speaker. So... Welcome to Truth Transforms. Jack, how are you doing?
1: Oh, I'm doing great, Galen. How are you doing this morning?
2: I'm excellent, excellent. You know, um, I'm excited about the show because I, you know, I love the topic of affirmations. Uh, The topic of affirmations in and of itself is controversial, and you're on the show here today to talk about your book, The Science of Affirmations. So before we get into um, some, you know, drill down questions, why did you name your book The Science of Affirmations? Because the word science just jumped out to me.
1: <laughs> oh, that is a great question. I, I'll tell you when I when I first began to write the book, well actually I had written the first manuscript and I was making some changes and I felt like, you know, what this the the original title that I had I thought was great, but it wasn't really hitting the nail on the head. And at the time I you know, was studying new thought principles. And, you know, part of the inspiration was Ernest Holmes, the science of mind, that that was always playing in the back of my head. And I I thought about the word science. And I remembered to, you know, probably middle school, where I first learned that, you know, the definition of science is something that you do over and over again, and you'll still get the same results. And so I thought, you know what, this is what's true about affirmations. You continue to do affirmations, you continue to get the same results. I said, this is a science, it works every single time. So it just made sense that, um, and, and I didn't call the book, The Science of Affirmations, because I like to say that the book was written through me rather than by me. So, Spirit called the book "The Science of Affirmations."
2: Beautiful, beautiful. So, what do you consider an affirmation?
1: Well, an affirmation. We tip when we typically think about affirmations, uh, we think about some some nice words that we write, and you know, maybe we put them on uh, the mirror in the bathroom and say them in the morning, and that is indeed an affirmation. But what I want people to understand, Galen, is that it goes so much deeper than that, because your affirmations are not just your words. They're also your thoughts. And they're not only your words and your thoughts. Your affirmations are also feelings, your beliefs, your actions, your self-talk Literally, affirmations are everything about your life. And here's the reason why this is true. Uh, The definition of an affirmation is to uh, affirm something, to say yes to something. And so with every aspect of our lives, we're saying yes. We're saying yes to life or yes to spirit or yes to God. We're saying this is what I want my life to look like. These are the outcomes I want by the things that we do, by who we are, by what we feel, we're saying yes over and over again. That's why all of these things are an affirmation. And so it's really important, and I I stress this in my book, it's really important that we pay attention to our words, our thoughts, our feelings, beliefs, actions, self-talk, all of it, because it's all producing a result.
2: Beautiful, beautiful. So, you know, I'm I'm looking in your book on page 20. And uh, one of the quotes I like is, uh, you know, amongst many, the whole book is nice. So mm-hmm. I recommend it. Everything you say is a yes to the universe. Everything you say has the power to produce real results. Everything you say has affirmative power. Could you speak a little bit to that, please?
1: Everything you say does have affirmative power, because here's how it works. And and here's how it, it doesn't work. Um, some people have the idea that an affirmation has some kind of magic to it, that you know, you speak these words, and somehow they go out into the universe and they sprinkle pixie dust, and you know, if you keep your fingers crossed and you sit in the right position, then you'll get the results that you're looking for. And that's just not the way it works. Uh, what affirmations do is they don't go out into the universe and have an impact. Affirmations have an impact on you, the person. The whole idea of using affirmations is so that you are changing yourself. And then you, each one of us, you, me, everybody, because we are all a part of the universe, then we make the change. We have the impact on the universe, if you will, which has the impact on our lives. So we're really impacting our own lives by our affirmations.
2: Beautiful, beautiful. So when you're working with these affirmations, uh, if you had one message that you would want people to get about affirmations, what would that be?
1: Uh, You know, it's as I said a moment ago, uh, everything is an affirmation. So when you want to have results from your affirmations you've got to get everything in alignment so let's say for example you want a new job and you may you may write down some affirmations about a job and that's great and and you speak these affirmations on a regular basis but you also want to take your feelings about not only your new job but your current job or if you're not employed, you, what are your feelings around that and, and your feelings around where you are now and where you want to be have to be in alignment? So if you're on a job that you that you don't like and, and you feel angry or you feel bitter or you just just don't like getting up in the morning, but you want something better. Well, now what you have is you have feelings that are going in two different directions. And so because you have feelings that are going in two different directions, you're going to continue to get mixed results from using your affirmations. So what you have to do is if you're writing affirmations about this wonderful new job, you have to also be in alignment with how wonderful or how blessed you are with what's going on in your life right now. Mm -hmm. You have to be in alignment with uh what you believe so if you want you want this wonderful new job at a great company making a great salary you have to believe that that's possible for you if you don't have that belief you're out of alignment so so the real message is get everything you possibly can in alignment with your affirmations so that you are in flow all
2: right beautiful beautiful so when you know it i'm I'm fascinated first of all with affirmation, so let me just put that out there you know i i i think you you were on some you were one of the people that was on yeah with when i was talking on uh reverend uh sherry's show uh bible hangout when I was talking about my own uh experiences, but you know I'm a person who believes in affirmations to the point of, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. <laughs> Jacob said in the book of Genesis to God, you know, that at times that's why um, it's necessary to do what we need to do. Um, you know, but I do want to make sure that people have an opportunity to call in. Uh, so let me give the number. The number is uh, 816-251-3555, 816-251 3555. 816 251 Three five five five. If you have a question for uh, Jack Roberts around the science of affirmations, you want to learn how to make your affirmations more effective. If you have questions because you feel as though your affirmations aren't giving you the results you desire. This is an opportunity now to make sure that that happens. So um, it looks like we have a caller coming in right now. Could you put uh, put the caller in, please? Uh, hi, uh, Reverend Sheree. Yes. Hey there, how you doing?
3: I'm good. Two of my favorite guys on the
2: line. <laughs> <laughs> good to hear your voice. Definitely. Always a pleasure. So,
0: Reverend
1: Cherie, good morning.
3: Good morning. Good morning. Fresh <laughs> off of our Linton call today. Um, yes. I am. Yes. You know, this is what is exciting to me because Working with affirmations for so many years, um, what I challenge people to do, when I challenge myself to do, is always be open for fresh insight and inspiration. And then here comes Jack with this book. And it's like you always get what you need right when you need it. And I think looking at affirmations and just from a unique perspective, because I honestly never connected affirmations and science together for some reason, like that never came together and the exactness of it. Um, and the idea that what you affirm, what you make firm, what you, that it, it's not just what you say, but that it's this, it's this connection with what you feel that you are exactly having, the, having what you affirm. You're, having, you're making firm whatever it is you're saying is true for you. And so I'm, I'm, I'm inspired um, to look at my affirmations, to look at my self-talk uh, in a whole different way and recognize the power that it is, regardless if I change it, just recognize its potency.
1: Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head because it's uh, one of the things I teach. um, It's actually in uh, my vision board program. But one of the things that I teach is that your affirmations have a power of their own. And if you would see your affirmation as um, as an entity that can feed back to you the power that you pour into it, then both the affirmation and you become even more dynamic. So I'm glad you brought that out.
3: Mm, Your affirmation is an entity.
0: It is.
3: (laughs) I'm blown away by that. I'm going to have to work with that. I'm going to have to work with that today, Jack.
1: Now, I want to tell you something, Reverend Cherie. You have allowed me to step into a higher consciousness about affirmations myself because I, you know, I consider myself pretty much an expert on affirmations, but I I try to always remain open, like you were saying a moment ago. I try to remain open to new insight, to new ideas. And and uh, Reverend Sharif, for those of you who are not familiar, is in the midst of this Lenten program that she's doing, and she's uh, giving these powerful messages every single day. Every one of them is really like a sermon a day. It's just, <laughs> it's just mind-blowing. But one of the things that she has us doing in this program is repeating an affirmation a 100 times a day. And the first time I heard that, I was like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I said to myself, you know what? I, 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 I trust Reverend Cherie. Um, I'm going to listen. I'm going to step into this and see. And I'll tell you why I said no at first. Uh when I first started doing this work with affirmations, uh, that was a question that came up for me, and it was a question that other people would ask me, how often should I say my affirmations? And I, as, I, as I thought about it and as I prayed on it, um, what came up for me was, you know, you want to say your affirmations to the degree that it, it really feels good for you. And that might be one time, it might be 10 times, but then... If you repeat the affirmation to the point where it becomes stale and it feels like you're doing it by rote, then that's the time to stop. Because it's really, in my, in my view, there's really no point in continuing um, once all the energy is starting to, to die out. Um, so that's what I would tell people. And then one day a lady at a book signing, one day a lady came to me and said, I heard you should say your affirmations 100 times. And I responded with that, with that same answer. But in listening to you, Reverend Cherie, and I said, you know what, there is, there is actually some value to this, to saying it a hundred times, but you have to keep that energy up. You have to stay focused on it all 100 times. It has to be, in my opinion, it has to be rapid fire and you have to really be persistently focused on it. Um, in saying it a hundred times, but you know, at the end of the day, it's really a personal thing. For as far yeah. as I'm concerned, um, mm-hmm. it, it has to continue to have life for you. What are your thoughts on that? I'm just curious.
3: So first, I want to give credit to Pastor Greg Stamper. That's where I got that from. Um, ah,
1: and I, I yeah, love Greg. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah. He. That's something that he. I just happened to. It, I don't even remember what he was talking about, but that popped out to me when he said it, and I started trying it. And what I found, and this connects back to Reverend Helen Carey at CUT, that repetition is the first level of learning. And if you aren't experiencing the God idea that you're affirming, you don't know it yet. And so, mm-hmm. the, the the idea that I would keep repeating, "I am love," "I am love," "I am love," "I am love," and work with that a hundred times. And then I would notice that sometimes in the midst of it, I am love would just pop into my mind when I'm working mm-hmm. with something, mm-hmm. you know, because it's now starting to get to that second level where I can start realizing it. But it's, it, is, it is nothing wrong with creating that new groove in your consciousness. So I would say it's a, it's a fun play thing. I do it, and, I, and I'm, I'm hearing you now differently a little bit with making sure that all 100 have an impact, they have a meaning. And not just something that I'm just saying to get through the hundred, but that every single one of them I charge, right. you know, to make a greater impact. So, I'm 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 that 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 was a gift from Pastor Greg for me, and I um, and I you know I fold it now into into what I do because it's it is it's a personal thing for sure. Well, you know, uh, Reverend Sheree, I would
2: do want to to uh, you to let people know how can they connect? Cause you all are talking about a Lenten program that the other people, my listeners not, might not be aware of. <laughs> how do they find
3: right. it? Right. So unlock your treasure is a Lenten program. Upchurch goes deep into Lent. Like we don't mess mm-hmm. around with Lent. We <laughs> take those 46 days literally and we really go in on making a massive shift in your consciousness. It's an immersion experience. And so every single day uh, for 30 minutes, we work with one of the spiritual ideas. This year we're working with the text Key to Yourself by uh, Dr. Venice Bloodworth. And, um, and and the program I've wrapped around that text is called Unlock Your Treasure. You can go to upchurch.org. And, um, you know, the the uh, we're, as we get ready to wrap out Lent, um, I'm actually going to open up the lines for anyone to get to dial in for Holy Week. So, uh, Holy Week begins on Sunday, and we're putting it up for anybody. Um, Reverend Galen, I'll give you the dial in information, um, or I give, can maybe give it to you now. Um, I'll That's have what I'm for saying. After- <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's fine. And I'll tell you just. Just from someone who's been on these Linton calls, uh, it is—it is truly a transformative experience, and they do go deep. And I'm—I'm I'm already excited for next year. We're not done with this year, but I'm excited for next year.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's powerful. So I'll give you this. This is for for all of the Truth Transformed listeners who are committed and dedicated to this may, mighty, mighty work that uh, Reverend Galen is doing each and every week for how many years now? Eight years. Mm. for eight uh, years oh my gosh what an amazing amazing treats they're giving us um you're welcome to dial into our calls um the you can listen to the archive by uh, purchasing a registration and we bank everything so i can um i can loop you into that from upchurch.org but for you guys take this number down our calls go live every morning at 7 a.m pacific and um, and we, we have 30 minutes, and sometimes we have an after party, but from 7 to 7.30, uh, we are having our lesson, and the dial-in number is 712-775-7035, and then you put in the code 245156, 245156. So just uh, you guys can start dialing as soon as you want. You can dial in tomorrow and um, and just join in and listen to uh, – and, and, and feel it out. Feel us out because exactly what uh, what Jack is talking about today and everything that, that Reverend Galen has been pouring into you over these past eight years is the same teaching that I'm working with. And, um, and I think that you will find yourself in a space, of, in a community that is committed to making some impact in their lives right now so that they can change the world. The world changes when you change. You know, love comes into the universe, into the into our world when you embody love. So this is one of those emergent experiences where you come out, change.
2: It's Amen. just beautiful not to change. Beautiful, beautiful. Amen. So yeah. thank you for calling in, Reverend Cherie. I appreciate you. Thank you. The, 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 <laughs> first <laughs> thank of all, guys. calling in with love questions and comments. And giving our listeners an opportunity It's seven years. I actually like, wait a minute, that's not eight years or seven. So I've been on seven <laughs> years since 2012 of March. But um, thank you again. Uh, you know, I'm sure I'll be talking to you soon and um, keep up the good work.
3: Thank you. Thank you. God
2: bless. Right. Thank Take you. Take care. Bless. So, um, Jack, um you know, as I was, um, I had a, a question I was going to ask, but now I'm going to ask another question because <laughs> it just jumped off the page. Uh, as I picked the book up, you know how sometimes you pick a book up and mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, this is what I want to talk about. I went, mm-hmm. they actually landed, or opened up on another page, on page 65 of your book. Mm-hmm. You wrote, be careful of I want, and mm-hmm. it implies that you do not have. Mm-hmm. When you speak in terms of what you would like to have the underlying energy is that you don't already have it i don't have it becomes the energy that the universe responds to so what returns to you is more of i don't have um you know we got to take a break in about five minutes is it possible you can give me like a two to three minute version of what this means
1: i sure can so when you when you have a desire for something you have to see it, you have to know it, believe it, that it is already happening in your experience. Now that doesn't necessarily mean, oh, I can I can go out and, and touch it in, with, with my physical hand. But what that means is you are creating that idea in your mind, you're creating uh, what I believe it was Fillmore called the mental equivalent of it. So you are feeling it, you are knowing it, you are believing it if you are in a place where you're like oh this would be nice to have i wish i could get it out I, I, I would love to have that there there is there is a divergent vibration that is going on in you where it's like on the one hand yes you you, you really do want it but on the other hand you're saying i don't have this And so the energy that you are walking around in the world in with is, I don't have this. And so that's what shows up in your life. More of I don't have this because I don't have this is an affirmation. Mm -hmm. And with our affirmations, we create our world. And so instead, we want to just go into, ooh, I'm so grateful to have this.
2: Right, I I get what you're saying so uh, I do want to make sure that people have an opportunity um, uh, to get your contact information first of all how do people get in contact with you
1: there's one simple way to get in contact with me and it's on my website and just for the Truth Transforms listeners I have a special gift on my website so if you go to TheScienceOfAffirmations.com forward slash truth. Uh, On that page, you can send me a message. You can find out about my book. You can find out about my uh, online program. And you can also uh, get a free gift. I have a free gift just for your listeners. So it's TheScienceOfAffirmations.com forward slash truth. As in Truth Transforms. And that's how you can get in touch with me.
2: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, you know, I, I named this show Truth Transforms for a reason. It, it was thought that went into <laughs> why <laughs> the show is named Truth Transforms because technically that should be the work that we all are working on. And it's not truth with a small t, it's truth with a capital T because the truth, the principle, transforms Damn. lives. Amen. And and as as, uh, the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman used to always tell us, it works if you work it, you know, so we have to learn how to work it. You know, it's it's not it's this isn't just a passive teaching. You have to take an active role. So we're about a minute and a half, two minutes from our break. So I want to make sure that I give people, uh, you know, a, a, a little information, first of all. This show, along with all the other shows on Unity Online Radio, are supported by your donations, so as you freely receive, my request is that you freely give. Uh, Please go to UnityOnlineRadio.org and click on the Donate button, UnityOnlineRadio.org, or the shortcut, Unity.fm, and click on the Donate button and help support this online ministry that sends this message across the world, that are People that are contacting me from almost every continent. Uh, I have, uh, you know, listeners who reach out. You know, they contact me and my uh, at my Facebook page, which is Reverend. Excuse me, Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If that's the quickest way to get in contact with me, if you have questions or comments about the show, again, Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell on Facebook and. You know, you can inbox message me and et cetera, et cetera, just to make sure that you get the information that you need. Uh, But also my request is that if you go on the Facebook page, that you write a positive review, give it a five and give it a five star rating. The other thing that I would ask is if you listen to the show on iTunes or Apple podcasts or the Stitcher app, that you also write a positive review and give it a five star rating It helps with the algorithms to get this information out in front of people. More people are talking about it. More people are commenting about it. More people are giving it positive ratings. There's a greater opportunity that it will get out in front of people. So we're going to take our first break and we'll be our only break. Rather, first break is back in the day. Our only break. And we'll be right back with Truth Transformed.
1: Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World
0: It takes you to power Unity Online Radio If you'd like to make a positive difference in the world, you can by contributing to this global ministry. Unity Online Radio relies on listeners like you to support our broadcasts that send our messages out to an awakening world. Go to UnityOnlineRadio.org and click on Donate today. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Ogan Holder speaking at Unity on the River in Amesbury, Massachusetts on Living an Abundant Life.
3: Examine your life. Whatever you may think is missing or lacking or you wish you had, realize that you are bearing false witness against your true self and speak words of abundance to it. Speak words of truth to it and to yourself and repeat them over and over again until you have brainwashed yourself into believing that you are divine. The moment you begin to think and speak is if truly you are the embodiment of all that is. This is the only thing we got to get in through our thick skulls. Living the abundant life is not about what we have. Living the abundant life is realizing that we have it all.
0: To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Know Yourself as Divine, Stations of the Cosmic Christ. A new book from Matthew Fox and Bishop Mark Andrus introduce a spiritual practice designed to help you realize the divine within. Combining prayer and an interpretation of the Stations of the Cross, featuring beautiful imagery, you will be led on a process of transformation. This book will help you discover the most caring, courageous, and compassionate parts of yourself. Get your copy today at Amazon.com or Unity.org shop. Sometimes you might feel so alone with your problems, you don't know where to turn. We invite you to call Silent Unity, the 24-7 prayer ministry, where someone is waiting to pray with you every day at any hour. Listen and relax as you hear their beautiful words affirm the highest and best outcome for you and those you love. No matter what's going on in your life, Silent Unity is always standing by. Call today, 816-969-2000.
4: Do you dread going to work every day and just pray for Friday? Get a fresh perspective on your career with Mo Fall and bring your soul to work every Thursday at 11 a.m. Central, 12 p.m. Eastern, here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. A leadership mentor and career coach, Mo can help you go from underpaid, unsatisfied, and unappreciated to loving your life and career again. Join the show and let Mo guide you to make some real life changes. Tune in every Thursday here on UnityOnlineRadio.org.
0: Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555.
2: Welcome back to Truth Transforms with your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I have a guest today, uh, Jack Roberts, who is the author of the book, The Science of Affirmations. Uh, Jack, we have another caller online. I believe uh, we have uh, Reverend Sherry James on the line. Could you please plug her in, please? Hi there, Reverend Sherry. Are you there?
4: Yes, I am. How you doing?
2: I'm good. I'm good. You guys can
4: hear me good? Yes.
2: Yes. Yes. Good morning, Reverend Sherry.
4: Good morning, Jack. How are you?
1: <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank you.
4: <laughs> Good. So glad to call in.
2: Yes. Do you have a question or comment about affirmations?
4: Um. You know, I guess my question is around affirmations and children. And mind you, you guys have said this before I like tuned in. But really helping children with affirmations in a way that works and that doesn't conflict with their self-definition. You know that 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 uh, sometimes you can affirm kids, but if their understanding of themselves is opposite of what you are saying about them, uh, it can have uh, the opposite effect of what you want. And so, I guess my question is around you know boys and you know boys becoming men and affirmations that really help support them growing into the healthiest being that they can.
2: Okay. Hmm.
1: Okay. So um, I'm not sure that I understand your question 100%, but I'll I'll go with what's coming up for me. Um, Maybe, you know, the child isn't ready to embrace a particular affirmation on their own. But one thing that the parent can do is continue, continue to let the child know how you see them and how you feel about them. So if, for example, you know, you might tell your child every night when you put them to bed, I see you as this beautiful, smart, kind and loving person, or whatever, whatever you want them to embrace and you keep telling them that and you tell them that all the time. So that way you're not forcing the child to repeat something that they may not feel like repeating, but they're hearing it over and over and over again. And it's going to sink in. Yeah. Well, does that, is does that, that answer your question?
4: Yeah, actually it does. Thank you. Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah.
2: Well, I do want to add something, uh, something slight to it. Um, when I don't know what it means to raise a boy because I have one daughter, uh, who's in a who's a I would say a really really functional nineteen year old about to turn twenty, and when I had a couple of things that I would do, one of them was when we put our seatbelts on when we got in my car or mm-hmm. truck, mm-hmm. we would do the prep for protection. So it became a thing. Okay, so if we get in the car, we put the seatbelts on before we pull off we were affirm the prayer of protection together. Why then? Because it was, it was, it, it made her mindful. Now I'm not saying that she drives now. I don't know if she's doing a prayer for protection herself now, <laughs> but it's in her subconscious. It is. Because we did it for years. Every time we got in the car, um, for, before her mother and I, uh, got divorced when she was little, much younger. I would, uh, I would read daily word for families, so I would sit down and I would read it to her. And she was old enough, we would do the affirmation at the end of the page. So my job was to read the page and I would read it with her. And then she would read the affirmation. And then obviously when she was younger than that, I would read it. But she could read pretty much early. So I'm sharing that to say that for me, uh, my conversation around the raising of a daughter in this teaching was not so much that she became a parrot of, of principle. But that it helped to create a positive self-image, a healthy self-image, because I thought that that would do better than her being able to say, what Charles Fillmore said, or Matthew chapter seven said." <laughs> and I'm not saying those things are bad. Mm-hmm. I had to, I had to, you know, figure out the the best way to deal with my kid. Every soul is mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Uh, therefore, um, I don't think that there's a rote way of handling the thing. So what mm-hmm. I did was literally. You know, every day, whatever. So when I would have her read a book, when she was nine, I started having her read the book, The Simple Truth, by Richard and Mary Alice Jafola. And she would read a chapter, and she would have to tell me three things she learned from the chapter. And we would discuss it. Now, why discuss it instead of trying to make it rote? Was it because in conversation, it doesn't seem like it's school learning. In conversation, it was like, I want to know what you think about this and why. So it, it valued her ability to, to communicate her own thoughts, because when you're dealing out in the world, sometimes, and I'll just say this, and I don't mean this is a as a, as a bad thing with our community. Sometimes we powder puff and fluff up our children so much that when they deal with, sometimes the the hard quote-unquote realities of the world. In other words, everybody's not going to love you. Everybody's not going to affirm you. Everybody's not going to agree with you. Some people are going to hate on you just because you smile too much. They have to have the internal self-image and strength to be able Mm -hmm. to go out into a world of Mm non-agreement with their own agreement with uh, with their own agreement of their own spirituality and their own positive self-image. Because if they don't have that, when they meet the teacher or the coach or the or the peers or the or the first person who they like or who doesn't like them or whatever they, it might be it can destroy something that's fragile because it was never built on anything it was built on fluff a fluff understanding of affirmations and new right. thought or principles versus mm-hmm. something that really has some some um some some well, I would say some bark your new it needs to have right. some bark and some teeth. It needs to be able to bite. <laughs> it's too <you> on life.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head, Galen. You, you said two words, self-image. And, and that's what you want to do. You want to you know, help that child build the self-image that you know yeah. they're going to need. And at the same time, a self-image that's going to serve them well, regardless of the circumstances.
2: Right.
3: Right. Okay, thank
2: you. That's helpful. Thank you very much. So, yeah, I, so now the world knows my method. So, <laughs> uh, thanks, Reverend Sherry, for calling in. Much appreciated. We have thanks. Another, Good to talk to you. <laughs> yes. So uh, we have another caller on hold. Uh, I believe it's um, Raquel. Is she there? Or is it he or she? I'm not sure.
4: I'm here. Okay,
2: I th-
4: Hi, okay Raquel. Raquel.
2: i How you doing?
4: Hi, Reverend, um, and hi, Jack.
2: Hi, Raquel. I'm a member
4: of Up Church too. Oh, and beautiful. we love Jack at Up Church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just wanted to say real quick, is not what I called in about, but what you guys are just talking about. I'm a mother of a 24-year-old son. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm, like, mother extraordinaire. Um, and my mother actually used to tell my son all the time that he walked in fog. He walked in the favor of God and it didn't matter what other people thought because he had favor with God so it, it explained to him that he was going to meet some resistance sometime but he had to keep his eye on the prize that he walked in favor of God and he had to just keep on going and he really did do that and like things really really happen for him it, it it's uncanny because i believe that he really just he understands that that's how he walks and just having that constantly in his head It helped him. So that was one of his affirmations. And then when he was in middle school, um, I thought it was, going, you know, a lot tougher middle school. So we just used to listen to um, I'm a believer all the time, every day going to school. I'm a believer. And so I'm a believer in God. Like, so it doesn't matter what the world is saying. And he was a little chubby. The girls wasn't kind of liking him like they were liking him the other day. But it didn't matter. He was a believer of God. And that he knew that he walked in favor of God. So I, I just kept reiterating that part. And I think it really helped. Yes.
2: yes. But I what think I really talked about
4: was when, Jack, you said um, that everything you say is an affirmation. And I thought about that. I was like, you know, even the negative, because a lot of times we worry. And it's like, that's an affirmation the, oh, I don't know if I'm having enough money. I don't know if I, because we think that all the time. We might not say it out loud a hundred times, but we probably think it a hundred times in a day because I just lost my job. So, and it's like, I have to use positive affirmations to combat when that thought comes in, I'm going to pay my rent, my mortgage, Not rent I'm going to pay my mortgage next month. And then I have to combat it with an affirmation. And so can you talk a little bit about that? Like, you know, how we use positive affirmations to combat our negative thoughts.
1: Hey, Raquel, you know what? I, I, I got dropped off the call for about a minute. So I heard about the last 30 seconds of what you said about combating, uh, positive affirmation or combating negative thoughts with positive affirmations. So I'll, I'll talk on what I heard. And if there's anything else, feel free to ask me. um, <clears throat> The word that jumped out at me that you used was combat. And Mm -hmm. so that means that there is a struggle going on. And when you have a struggle going on, it's going to make it difficult for you to, uh, number one, create the mental equivalent that you really want that's gonna be clean and clear. And it's also going to make it difficult for you to, to, to stay focused and get everything in your world in alignment with what it is that you desire. So rather than look and and I understand, don't get me wrong, you know, when you're when you're facing uh, circumstances that can feel overwhelming, um, it can be a challenge. But what you really want to do is continue to stay focused on what it is that you desire. You want to create those those mental pictures. You want to create those visualizations of the things that you desire And keep moving forward with your affirmations about them, not looking at, not paying any attention to the circumstance. Now, that's not to say you're sticking your head in the sand and you're not taking care of your business because you are, but you want to move yourself, shift yourself as much as you can in the direction of what it is that you desire. And so you may have to flood your consciousness all day long with positive thoughts and visualizations and affirmations and self-talk and keep taking actions that are positive, that are moving you in the direction of what you want and keep being joyful and being happy and surround yourself with other people and have conversations with other people that are going to be supportive. You have to flood yourself with this kind of energy, this kind of attitude so that you don't have that mental and emotional conflict and it it'll take a little bit of work, but that's, that's the direction you, you need to go in.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Did that answer your question?
4: Yeah. Okay.
2: All right. Well, well, thank you, Raquel, for calling in. I appreciate you calling in and supporting uh, Jack and the show. God bless thank you. Thank
1: you, Raquel. We'll talk Definitely.
2: soon. All right. Bye-bye. So, so Jack, I want to talk about page 84 in your book. You call it the four key principles for creating effective and powerful affirmations. The tools you wrote are, have a powerful why. Number two, feel your way to manifestation by acting as if. Three, only affirm for what you want. Four, place high value on your affirmations. Could you drill down a little bit on it, please?
1: absolutely thank you for asking me about that so the first one is have a powerful why Uh, you know sometimes we can we can create affirmations or we have a desire for something and we don't really understand why this is important to us maybe sometimes it just feels like oh this would be nice and if it's if it's one of those let's say you're you know let's say you want a new car But you don't really need a car you just happen to see this this lovely car going down the street and you say oh that would be nice i think i'll write an affirmation about that if you don't have a strong enough why to support that affirmation you're not you're probably not going to give it the energy and the focus that's necessary and so you know in my book i talk a little bit more in depth about why but The why is what keeps you moving forward, because sometimes uh, when you want to have a transformation or when you want to have a manifestation, sometimes the journey gets tough. Raquel was just talking about that. Uh, Sometimes you have emotions come up or situations that come up that that can get in your way, that can distract you. And your why needs to be strong enough to keep you on track. So that's the first one. The second one I talk about is acting as if. And in acting as if, it's again, it's creating these mental pictures of of who you are choosing to be or what your life looks like and go through your days as much as you possibly can acting as if. So um, let's say, for example, you are trying to get a new job. And so you wake up in the morning and you act as if you already have that job. So you start getting dressed, uh, you, you, know, you get your breakfast, uh, you do all the things that you would normally do so you can get yourself ready to go out and go to your job. And, and, and if you're going out job hunting, then you would leave at the time that you would normally leave and you would take on the attitude that I'm a person who is employed. Uh, it, it's so interesting how we can change our physiology, we can change our tone, we can change our self-talk, we can change our conversations when our circumstances change. So a person who is unemployed and they're looking for work, uh, they, they may walk around with their head down, you know, they're, they're, they have less energy in their conversations, they're, they're not wanting to, to hang out with their friends. You know, it's a whole different physiology. And so when you change your physiology to match your desires, then you keep moving yourself forward in the direction of your desires. And because you're a part of the universe, the universe is going to respond with whoever you are being. And if you are being someone who is walking tall and you're confident and you're feeling good about yourself and you're acting as if this is already taking place in my life, because it is, it may not have reached the, the the place of physical manifestation yet but because you have created the mental equivalent it's already taking place it's already taking place in the universe and it's working its way to you as you're working your way towards it but you have to stay on that path by continuing to be that person that you would be if you already have it and in the book i have a whole exercise of acting as if for a whole week it's a lot of fun um The third one is only affirm for what you want. This is what we were just talking about with Raquel. Not for what you don't want or for what you are afraid of. So sometimes people will write affirmations and they'll say, I don't want to be poor, for example. I don't want to be broke anymore. And the affirmation will reflect that. I don't want to be broke anymore. And what happens is your whole focus is on being broke or the fear that comes with being broke or the energy that comes with not having enough money or not having enough resources. And so you want to flip that. You want your affirmation to, to be something along the lines of I have all the resources that I need. God is my source and supply and I am well taken care of. And and it may not, it may not feel true, and I'm going to address that in a moment. It may not feel true in that moment, but you have to start creating uh, that vibration within yourself, so that that's where your focus is. And the fourth one, I say, treat your affirmations as something of high value. Um, as I, we were talking to Reverend Sheree earlier, and I was saying that you know you have to look at at your Affirmation as something tangible, something that has life. It's not just words that you've written down on a piece of paper, but it's it's like a decree. A decree is when, when a law is written, so now it's the law. You have to follow it. If you don't follow it, there's gonna be consequences. You know, so you have to, when you write out your affirmation, you have to look at it as this is the law of my life in this area, you know, and I have to follow this and I have to obey this. And now, not only that, I, um, I give it value. I fall in love with it. I hang out with it. I take it to bed with me at night. I wake up with it in the morning. And so, when you do that, your whole consciousness shifts in the direction of what it is that you that you want because you're giving your affirmation high value.
2: Beautiful, beautiful. So, um, uh, Reverend Cherie is texting me questions. So, um, <laughs> uh, one of the questions is: I don't know if we'll be able to get to all of them. How do denials factor into your practice?
1: I'm glad you asked that. Now, I I have not done a great deal of work with denials and denials are a good practice, but I don't consider myself an expert on using denials. What I what I do tell people, though, is you want to be careful when you're using denials that you're not getting caught up in the energy of something that you are, as I was saying a moment ago, something that you are afraid of or something that you don't want. Yeah, So when you're using denials, you want to be careful that you're very clear that your denial is is not getting caught in the energy of what you don't want.
2: Well, you know, it's kind of funny that you say it that way, because Charles Fillmore wrote that denial should be done gently, like sweeping cobwebs out of a corner (laughs) with a broom. That's a paraphrase, but it's basically the (laughs) gist of it. In other words. It's 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 just what you're saying no to. Right. And sometimes we can get so caught up in our story, our no to the story makes the story larger. It makes mm-hmm. it bigger. It mm-hmm. turns it, it turns into a Goliath. And the idea behind the denial really, especially if you study it from the Unity perspective, uh Unity Fillmore and Charles and Myrtle Fillmore uh teachings, that the denial is really disempowering the belief and what ends up happening many times is people deny and they make it real so you know we have to be mindful that the denial has to work in a certain kind of way you know one of the things that Ernest Holmes did in Science of Mind he really wasn't a denial person He you know I think uh, it goes without saying that he was really pro-affirmation to say the least Mm -hmm. Um, and with denials and affirmations they can work well together as long as you know what you're doing with them for instance right. the the 23rd Psalm the Lord is my shepherd that's an affirmation
3: mm-hmm.
2: I shall not want it's a denial
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know and you know it's not like the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want you know <laughs> put all this vigor into the I shall not want part so if the affirmation is true the denial is true if the denial is true, the affirmation is true. Right. So so uh, it's the course correction, mm-hmm. I think, that goes along with the mind. Instead of looking at them as absolutes, they're tools. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things that, you know, because we, we have about three minutes left to talk. I do have to ask one more question. Sure. And this is the question for the people who say that law of attraction and affirmation stuff and secret stuff doesn't work. Uh, I've been doing this, or my friend did that, or my mama did this, or my son did that, and it didn't work. What do you say to them?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. First of all, I would say, uh, be careful when you're looking at other people and the results that they did or did not get, because you don't know what's going on in their mind and their thought processes in their life. You just don't know. So only pay attention to yourself. Now, if you're doing affirmations and your affirmations are not working, or you're doing any kind of work and it's not working, what it's important to understand is that there's usually more to the process than what you've been doing. And it's like I said, at the top of the show, you know, your affirmations are more than just words. Now you can, you can have affirmations that are just words and get results, but if you're not getting results, then again, you have to look at these other aspects of your life and say, well, you know, am I in alignment with what it is that I say that I want? You know, am I am I saying that, you know, I, I'd love to be able to have enough money to retire, but you're not saving anything. Mm-hmm. You're not in alignment. You know, so uh, there's 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 always multiple layers to any process. And this is why we have to take um, some kind of education. This is why we call it a spiritual practice. Because we have to keep learning and growing and trying and learning and growing and trusting and learning and growing over and over and over again until we get better and better at the results.
2: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So we only have about a minute and a half left. So So first of all, Jack, I want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing uh, your awareness, your knowledge, your skill and your expertise with the Truth Transforms audience.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure, Galen. Thank you very much for having me.
2: You know, so I, I want you to give people again the information on how they can contact you.
1: Absolutely. So if you want to send me a message or if you want to find out about the book and I have a free gift for you as well. It's all on my website. The science of dot com forward slash truth that's a special page for truth transforms listeners the science of affirmations.com forward slash truth check it out i'd love to hear from you'd love to have you as part of our science of affirmations family
2: beautiful beautiful they can buy the book they can purchase the book on the website
1: they can purchase the book on the website there's a link on the website that takes you to amazon or you can just go straight to amazon but Go through our website first, if you you don't mind.
2: All right. I'm sure that it helps you in some way, shape, or form. So go through the website. Again, let's make sure that we're getting the book. Uh, It's a good, easy read. You can have easy and powerful. Everything powerful doesn't have to be complex. So if you were looking for a book to give to people, to loved ones, family, friends, etc., uh, I think this will be a fantastic book. As I'm looking at this book, actually, Jack, one of the things that I'm going to do is I'm actually going to let inform our person who's over our uh, prison ministry, behind-the-walls mm-hmm. ministry, mm-hmm. to know about mm-hmm. this book because there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that who are um, in a different type of psychology that I believe that this book can help, so I'm going to make sure that she's aware of it. So again, mm-hmm. listeners, uh, thank you all for joining us and we'll be with you next week with truth transforms
0: thanks for listening this is unity online radio the voice of an awakening world